Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the RGN UK podcast. This is number 348. I am Daniel Kruper and I'm joined by Christopher Tilly. Hello, pod people. Rory Patrick Powers. Hi, you just reveal my second name to everyone. That like really trips off the tongue nicely. Rory yeah. Patrick, Patrick Powers. Powers. Good spacing of plosives. Yeah, it's nice. Patrick's been a family name, passed down from generation to generation. There lovely, you go. Lovely <laughs> bit of detail Some there. Rory lore. If, if this is 348, are we going to do something special for 350? <laughs> yeah, probably not at this point. Um, who's on that? Dale, are you on that? Yeah, mm-hmm. Dale's shake, nodding his head. His, yeah. I did think, like, it's been so long <laughs> since someone has said the actual number of the podcast mm. on the podcast. Yeah, well, that's terrifying. That's, that's why it gets away from you. And But you, we are doing a special um, 350. I think we're doing, like, Nebworth. Um, <laughs> if you want tickets, how do you get them, Rory? It's www. Oh, all the cool. W's. All the W's. Four, Home five, dot org. I'll text you them. You're on my number. Dot ah. org. Right. <laughs> um, so this was actually a fairly big week for news. Lots of announcements. And we're going to talk about Apple. Um, we're going to have a section called Tilly on TV. So look out for that one, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, what's that one about? <laughs> Whoa, oh, you I wait. Spoil just, it, I you, just you <laughs> wait. Um, first off, we're going to talk about, um, I guess, the PlayStation 4 stuff. A lot of this yeah. has been leaked over a considerable amount of time. Mm. We've actually seen the PlayStation Slim, but it was officially unveiled at a event held by Sony in New York this week. And I'm gonna go through some of the details and then I guess we'll talk about whether we think it's a good idea, whether you get one, and the pros and cons. So the first thing is the PlayStation Slim. It's a slimmer, lighter, more energy efficient version of the regular PS4 out September 15th, so very soon, and it costs 259 Pounds. You sound like you're trying to sell it to me. You're like it's good, it's affordable, it's great, How available at your closest retail store. You can pay store. me whenever you want. It's gonna be it's gonna week. be a tough sell for me, Dan. But I'll let so you so this is actually a pretty simple one. We've had this quite a lot with recent consoles, like midway through the cycle, that yep. bring out a compact version. Mm. Does the size of a console really bother you? Not at all. Because it sits under your TV. It's like I, I never really got the idea that that's that appealing. And equally, why can't they kick off with the slim version? Well, I think... Do, does, <laughs> does the technology have to... Does it take two years for them to figure out how to make it smaller? Or is it there at the beginning and it's just a way of getting people oh, to... Oh, but how, how do you know the original <coughs> one wasn't a slimmer well, version of well, one that they already had? So well, this is like a super... It started off so it's, fast. It's massive. It's like a four by four. You get <laughs> you the can't slim get one. Yeah. smaller at this point. It's been eating celery soup for weeks. Um, the thing is, with consoles, they're actually always changing internally mm. when they, they source cheaper components. Yeah. So the internals are always changing on consoles. But this always happens mid-cycle. Mm. I don't think it really matters. The only thing that would actually find more appealing is if it's quieter. Yeah, that's a really annoying thing with consoles when they're yeah. like. But yeah. even still, in this day and age, like I don't know, my PS4 still gets a bit angry. Really? You're an Xbox dude, I'm, and I'm that was engineered <laughs> to look like a somewhere else. It's just like <laughs> it looks like the black box of an airplane. Essentially, they just went. For I like, love it if you take it off inside. It's like something the size of a Game Boy Pocket. Yeah, it's just housed in yeah. this massive, well ventilated <laughs> space. Um, yeah. So this is actually n- not much to talk about. No. It's just like if you want to get a PS4, you haven't got one already. This is the cheap entry point, and it's good. That's yeah. honestly the biggest selling point for me is that it's like new features, and also it's cheap. It's, it's really a cheap, cheap one. Yeah. Okay. So now the second thing is the PlayStation Neo, which was. Um, unveiled as the PlayStation Pro this week. Um, first off, Pro, what do you make of this name? So, <laughs> in the conference, he actually said, Pro, just so you know, is short prof- professional. <laughs> what? Really? I thought it was propane. Prostitute. Prostitute, the PlayStation <laughs> so prostitute. So it is the PlayStation Pro. And Mark Cerny, who is the architect so of the PlayStation Pro and the original PS4, said, not the, this is not the start of a new console generation, nor is it a console that's going to blur the lines between generations. So at E3 this year, Chris, Microsoft, at the end of their conference, teased consumers and fans with a console they're working on called Project Scorpio. Mm. And I think we're going to find out more information about that next year. But effectively... 
that's a new console. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be way more powerful than anything we've currently got. This is kind of like I don't know, a slightly souped up version. So, so it's like an iteration. It's an of, iteration. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the half-assed. The, I, the iPhone 6s. Yeah. You say it's half fast. So let me just go through some of the details. So it's more than double the power. Mm. It'll do 4K gaming. Mm. It'll have larger... So it'll run faster, and that's essentially it. And also it'll offer 4K video content to your TV, if you have a 4K TV. I was watching... So we were just doing a news video on... Uh, like, during the presentation, they released some of the gameplay, like a gameplay trailer for... Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. And they started the whole thing off with, uh, like, you know, welcome to the gameplay trailer for Mass Effect Andromeda. First off, if you don't have a 4K TV, stop now, find one, and continue. And it's like, and all the comments are just being like, do you think your demographic all have access to a 4K TV? Mm. I don't even think I've even seen a 4K yeah. TV. We're, I don't think we're at a point yet mm. where those are an accessible enough piece of technology to, like, make that a selling point of your new tech. Because, like, Netflix can stream in 4K. What's that mean? No one has 4K TVs. No one has the data on their so, internets to be able to like... You don't need fast data to do 4K Netflix. Reasonably, yeah. No, right? you don't need like math. You need like between 10 and 15. Really? Yeah. But even you, then, you is it not compressed? compressed? Yeah. But all Netflix is compressed. That's true. That's a yeah. true point, Daniel. Um, yeah, I, I think more people have 4K TVs. 4K... Maybe I'm just poor. But 4K is going to be one of those technologies that is smuggled in with all new TVs now. Yeah. Just as yeah. like 3D was. When you bought a widescreen HDTV, for a good period of time, it was also 3D. 3D never took off on TV. But if it did, it had a big install base there. just in case yeah. it did take off. And I think, you know, if you buy a new TV in the next couple of years, you're going to get a 4K one. Yeah. Because they're actually gone down in price quite a lot. So I understand what you're saying, but... I guess the advance, forward advance of technology, you have to like push it forward otherwise. And then they've also- I feel got, like that's going to be a running theme in today's no, <laughs> podcast. No, but the thing is, I think some people are being sensed. And I think maybe the pro epithet is part of that because you feel like if you don't have that one, you're not as into your gaming. Mm. But like, it's not like they've left anyone behind. Like the regular PlayStation 4 and the Slim yeah is going to play every single game that comes out on the PS4 Pro. It's just like if you have a more powerful PC, you'll be able to enjoy those PC games at higher resolutions and better frame rates. I guess I guess just as me being someone who doesn't necessarily care a lot about those features, like I find it hard to yeah, respond I, to the consoles on that level, my, but there this, are people who do. That's this the is, thing, my, like, this is yeah. my question. Who is going to buy these? Or, or Are the majority of people going to wait for the next the Scorpio? I, I think, so the Scorpio is like the weirdest thing in all of this because oh, yeah. that like shakes things up because that's if that comes out next year or shortly thereafter, that's coming out really soon and kind of pushing things forward. Mm. The only problem with that is developers want to make games for the, as many people as possible. That's how they'll make their money. If the Scorpio is way more powerful then not many people want to make games just for that because they'll want to catch all the people who have a regular PS4. Yeah. So, yeah, it might want to march ahead into the future, but if everyone's still enjoying games on the Xbox S and the PlayStation Pro and the PlayStation Slim, then I think developers will gravitate towards the biggest install base. So it's but kind of a weird thing. Isn't that the same with any upgrade of consoles when they move to the next generation? Yeah, but the thing is with that one, it's coming out a bit sooner, whereas mm. I think Sony's on... Basically, then they're on separate kind of release schedules. Yeah. So it's kind of booking the trend and going a bit mm. forward. Um, yes, I don't know. I'm not getting one. No. Well, that's the thing. I think <laughs> why, That's why I think the Pro thing is not such a kind of stern proposition because it's like, hey, if you've got a bit of disposable cash... And you've got a 4K TV, and you want, you know, like the 6S on an iPhone. Yeah. If you want the latest features, here it is. But you're actually not, you, you, all the people who have a regular PS4 shouldn't feel excluded by its existence. Yeah. Will I be able to play all my 4K Blu rays on it? You will not, Christopher. What? What? <gasps> You will not be able to play your one 4K Blu-ray. <laughs> so this was obviously not going to say in a press conference because people go ah. So um, the Xbox, like hearing audience, people, just go, yeah. Oh, have you been in front of an audience? <laughs> They're merciless with that. You know what it would be like? It's like when you're doing a wee bowling and you accidentally throw the ball backwards. Everyone yeah. would jump up and go and spin around in circles yeah. and just anger. I know. Yeah. Imagine if they found out they didn't have a 4K Blu-ray. What? It's not what? What? So. Um, while it will stream 4K mm. and um, from Netflix and the like, yep. it does not have a built-in 4K Blu-ray player. 
So will my non-4K Blu-rays play on it? Yes, it will. Okay. <laughs> We're safe. Uh, we we found a a so why, why, why that? <laughs> why, why that? I think is more prominent as a decision is because recently Xbox brought out their slim version, but it turns out their slim version is also a bit more like the PlayStation Pro, mm-hmm. as in it has a lot of the features the PlayStation for, for Pro is touting. So it does um, HDR. It does um, 4K streaming, yeah, and it does hate, like all those features as well. So it's a bit weird that the we live in a world where the Xbox budget option is the same as the PlayStation 4 Pro option. So it's all kind of muddled up now. I don't mm. know. I mean, I'm. What do you mean? What's that? I don't know. I don't, as in, like, like PlayStation better step it up. Stop you thinking. you just said. <laughs> That you didn't like what PlayStation was offering, but now I've said that it's Xbox's standard offering. You're well chuffed. Look, what, I'm just, what is that? They call me the stir. I just stir they call the you pot. Confuser. So what pot. does all this mean? I just bugger all. I think <laughs> it means if you want to get better specs, they are available. Yeah, and you can purchase them if you have the money. Equally, I guess for people who haven't made the leap yet to the next gen consoles, maybe they're picking up a PS4 for the first time. Now they have a chance between a PlayStation 4 and a PlayStation yeah, Pro. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a PS4. Exactly. Or a PS3. So yeah, I, I'd be I th- I'd be tempted yeah. by the because these aren't necessarily think, just marketed to people who have PlayStations yeah. already. Think, you know, everyone yeah. wider. So I think the why they've chosen not to put the Blu-ray. And player and 4K Blu-ray player in the box is I think they think physical media is going to fade away and that market is going to be relatively small mm-hmm. and people who are into 4K are going to consume it via Netflix and Amazon Prime essentially and that's why that's more important than having it. Oh, it drives me mad. We're not I don't gonna, like it. I don't like the no, digital well, age because we're not, not going to own anything no. anymore. We're not. It, like Blu-rays will be 4K Blu-rays will exist, but they'll be niche. It'll be people who want the absolute best experience. Yeah. Like kind of, it'll become like vinyl to a degree. It's just a weird thing. Imagine now. that, like a, being like a hipster collecting DVDs. Well, laserdisc. Pretty mad. Well, no, people collect laserdisc, videos. Yeah. yeah, and video cassettes, VHS. I guess. Yeah. Do you, would you, do you prefer like? physical media yeah absolutely really yeah, I can't definitely. remember the last time I put a Blu-ray I've got loads of Blu-rays on my shelves but I always wow. just end up watching stuff on mine Netflix. was it a couple of weeks did ago did you <laughs> nice put on that's those. actually coming out on Blu-ray in a few weeks yeah but four, four, four and a half hours <laughs> I fell asleep um <laughs> It's it's weird though because we're not we don't own this stuff anymore and so should Amazon and Netflix decide to bugger off all that stuff you've got you don't have anymore and it's I don't know it freaks me out a little bit it's like when you realise that all the music you've bought from iTunes you're just lending from them it's like what it's like yeah they go gone all your music's gone somebody raised the question whether you're able to um, bequeath your digital collection of items to your children you can't no of course you can't that's crazy that's that's actually insane yeah it's grim it's cool. That's why I torrent everything. But at the same time, do you not <laughs> feel like oppressed by all Kidding. the shit that you earn sometimes? Yeah, well, no. I just look around my house and go, look at all this well, stuff. At Christmas, I, I got rid of everything. I, 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 I stream. <laughs> That's a bit of my <laughs> I, 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 like hundreds of DVDs. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like hundreds of DVDs. You just got of rid DVDs. of them. It's good for yeah, the I gave them, them. I gave No, I gave them to a charity shop. Oh. I could have sold them. I'm kind of like a charity shop. You should have given it to me. <laughs> Would you have wanted hundreds of DVDs? Maybe. Depends what they are. I mean, well, what they, you weren't, got? they weren't it the was best like ones. Soldier, soldier, boxer. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't the best ones, if I'm honest. I, I've, I've kept the stuff, I think. <laughs> kept the best of Ressa, Oxfam. But yeah, it, and it felt really good and it really is. freeing. Good for, it's good Re- for the soul. Yeah, it really is. Because I, I don't have much room in my flat, my new flat, so I, I couldn't keep stuff. Yeah. Um, the only thing I left at my mum and dad's was my collection of Empire magazines. There's hundreds of them, and it pisses my mum and dad off, but... Oh, best day, so man. much stuff on my mind. Why are you house? keeping hundreds of Empire magazines? I don't know. When I'm at home, my mum and dad's, I like flicking through them. I'm such a geek. I like reading the movie news to see what happened and what didn't. I can sort of go, well, that's wrong. That never happened. <laughs> oh, bullshit. Um, um, biggest film of the summer. <laughs> Probably not Waterworld. <laughs> what was one of them that blew my mind? It was the Coen brothers directing a Robocop sequel or something like that. What? Like, yeah, that didn't happen. Oh, what year was that? <laughs> I might have that wrong, by the way. That's fine. <laughs> Definitely not right. It's fine. No, no, it's it might, true. It might have been Judge Dredd. It might have been the Coens doing Judge Dredd. Oh. To be fair, I do that with old um, uh, gaming magazines. Yeah. I find that really fun, like, going back and they're like, all the rumours on Project Dolphin. And I'm like, it's the GameCube, guys. guys. It's <laughs> all bollocks. Yeah. Just making it up. It, it, you, it makes you feel superior. It does in a way, doesn't it? I'm like, these graphics <laughs> oh, are terrible. Idiots. In, in hindsight, idiot, yeah. I have accessed information that was literally unforeseeable. <laughs> 
Um, so that I'm time traveling. Yeah, so that is well. That, yeah, okay. That's PlayStation Pro. It's out on November 10th for 349 pounds. What do you think of this? Please email us ign underscore uk feedback We really want to know what you think. Are and you, if you don't care, just email us a little shrug emoji. Yeah, or the the yeah. one with the girl that who's pushing up her hair that no one really knows what that means. Have you seen that one? No. It's because you can't read women. <laughs> hey! Well done. Who can? Who can? Who can? Yeah, who can? Uh, right, guys, lads. Welcome. Hovering uh, up the emoji. Uh, Why is no description coming up of it? Welcome to the sexist podcast. To okay. be fair, you, you must have to type something in in codes to get that to appear. You know, if you type in, like, smiley face yeah. and then you type... I'll find, I'll do my research. I'll yeah, let's find out what that is. If anyone knows, please, please tell me. Enticing, yeah. Please. Can we move on from that? Yes. Yeah. Um, there was also another conference on that day mm-hmm. where some businessmen came out and showed us new mobile phones and people lost it. Mind. Did they? They did. Um, yeah. But before we get For on, to, before we get onto the actual iPhone bit, um, at, the, at the top of uh, oh, the top of it, have you seen the beginning? How they open the Apple conference? It's <laughs> awful. So James Corden is really famous now. Yeah, he's like I don't know why he's too famous now. He's very famous. Fair play to him. No, he's he's, he's a very ambitious well young man. And he's um, carpool karaoke is massive in America. It was massive on YouTube. Yeah, and I they're deb- debuting new episodes on iTunes. So they opened the whole thing with Tim Cook, who's the CEO of Apple, mm. doing carpool karaoke oh, no. with Pharrell in the back in the back seat. Oh, I'm and because Tim Cook is from Alabama, they sang Sweet Home Alabama. I'm dying. That is a man who should not be singing oh. that close to a GoPro. It's oh no. He is singing. He is belting Sweet Home Alabama. Steve Jobs wouldn't have done that. It's terrible. I'll show you it once we get out. And it's even worse than you can imagine. Corporate people trying to be down with him. He looks so uncomfortable. (laughs) But you can tell it's multiple takes and they go, Tim... We don't want to make you do it anymore, but for this one, just go for it. Go. And you know what? He he sings his heart out. That's the equivalent of walking on stage, putting on a backwards hat, <laughs> turning a chair backwards and sitting on it, being like, <laughs> I want to rap with you kids for a second. Yeah, <laughs> like, like David Yeah, David exactly, Rip yeah. scratch. Oh, it's just so, so bad. Um, yeah, so he, he went through, like as all the Apple conferences begin, he goes through and they just kind of go, aren't we good? And do all the numbers. And he also said that... I think something like 15 billion apps have been downloaded to date from the App Store. And the most popular category frame is... Frame reference. Most po- yeah. Brilliant. I could be... I don't know what that what means. What have you done? You could have told me that was in a day and I would have believed you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> this is why you're not invited. Yeah. Can, can you get this heckler out? <laughs> frame of reference, mate. Frame, frame of reference. <laughs> What's your source for this? Are we just supposed to believe anything you tell us, mate? Yeah. What are Android doing? <laughs> anyway. Um... The most popular category within that is gaming, which I guess logically makes the right. iPad the most popular gaming oh, device in the world. I thought about it. And a very famous man came out uh, because he said the gaming app store, the app store has been missing one icon of gaming until now. And can, I, ma- can I guess? Ooh, yes. Kevin Keegan? Uh, <laughs> you couldn't even keep a straight voice. <laughs> Look at myself. He's so good. I even know the answer. I know the answer. So it's I'm written down in front of me. Yeah. Look at his little face. Oh, yeah. I said Kevin Keegan on a podcast. <laughs> do you even know who Kevin Keegan is? No, no. I just like you the don't way know who Kevin Keegan is. I probably do. Which one's he? I probably do. Which one's he? Kind of Which one's he? Uh, Which one is he? <laughs> he's an unfortunate do you know what? footballer. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, then I don't, actually. Uh, anyway, sorry, back to... So who, right. who was it, Dan? Um, it was Miyamoto-san, the, the father of Mario. So they announced that Nintendo is bringing Mario to the App Store, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. A couple of years ago, Nintendo said they were going to go into mobile gaming, and we've had a couple of those so far. We've had Miitomo, Pokemon Go, which is obviously a huge, phenomenal success. And now Mario's going to come to the iPhone December 2016. And then I guess Android next year, and it looked really cool. So yeah. they show some of the game. Yeah, so it is. It's, a, it's like a running forward. Yeah, procedural so, generated. Yeah. So yeah. is it procedural? Yeah. Is it? So I, it's, th- I believe so. Yeah, I think I read that. So it's an endless runner, mm. but that's a format that's kind of been rinsed on the app store. Mm. By loads of brands, will have a tie-in endless runner anytime a movie's come out. You yep. reskin it. Good, you know, it's good to go. This looks a bit more to it. Like, obviously, they're not just going to do that. They've sure. added some kind of Nintendo innovation in it. Like, there's blocks that stop Mario. Yeah. And there's a bit more platforming. But they've gone, like, we're not going to give you, a like, a virtual joystick and buttons because 
all the games that do that are crap. Mm. So they've kind of gone, how can we use this touchscreen to bring a proper Mario experience to life? And it does have levels and worlds. They showed like the world map. So it's yeah. not endless. There's going to be a kind of structure to the game. Well, they, they mentioned as well, like because I think like months ago when we were speculating about this on the podcast, was whether they were going to bring existing retro games to these like the handheld devices or if it was going to be kind of like Nintendo skins on the existing mechanics of uh you know, games that would exist on the App Store. And it seems like they've kind of gone for that middle ground because it does look and feel like Mario, but essentially, because it can be played with one hand. So it's essentially, I assume, like a tap, double tap to jump, you know, swiping motions and things like that. So I feel like it is that middle ground, whereas as you said, they haven't gone for just buttons in the controller because that never works out. It's absolutely yeah. terrible. Well, Nintendo, you know, they've had devices themselves that have touchscreens. They've developed yeah. games for touchscreens mm. for a long while. They know. We, the DS, for a long time have had a touchscreen. And I think they know that you make a game, like these are your inputs. You don't have a control stick. You don't have necessarily traditional buttons. Make a game with those parameters in place. And they're some of the greatest games makers in the world. Sure. And I'm sure it'll be really good. And you can play it with one hand. You play it with one hand, so. So you can hold on to, they were saying. A little picture YouTube. of Kevin Keegan. Um, <laughs> Um, is, is Miyamoto as nice as he looks? He looks very yeah. happy. He looks like a nice man, doesn't he? You just want to hug him, don't you? Mm. Yeah, I'd love to meet Miyamoto. Have you not? I've not met Miyamoto. How can we make that happen? It's just Nintendo, have a word with them. Mm. People want to email Nintendo, that is UKP, I don't know actually. I want to meet <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Is he like the video game Steven Spielberg? I think so, yeah. Mm. Like, well, it's someone who's so deeply enmeshed with your childhood. Mm. Yeah. But not in a weird way. I think I I make it weird. <laughs> I really want to meet um, uh, Koji Kondo, also works for Nintendo, and Shigeru Miyamoto, and he wrote a lot of the music in the Zelda series, mm. like all the original themes. Oh my god! Like I would just should, should we do a podcast on the people we most want to interview? Oh yeah, and that'd be if, a great idea. And, and then, and then fire, scrap this guy. Oh, and then somebody else pretends to be that person. That's that couldn't <laughs> get racist that. at all. You, yeah. can come, you can come in with a beard, it's black. <laughs> No, uh, and, then, and then our lovely listeners might be able to get in touch with those people, and then next week Spielberg will be in. Spielberg, why well, are you slagging me off in that your tweet? Condo mate will be here as well. Condo mate, yeah. What was it called? Condo. It's Condor. <laughs> they got bird writing music for Nintendo. Is <laughs> how they do it? What was yeah, bird song. You know, what was he called? Uh, Koji Kondo. Okay. Do all the classic Mario. Do do yeah. do 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 music well. All that stuff. Everyone does. Um, so I think that's a really cool thing. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. thing. And this is like Nintendo's big strategy. They said a few years ago, because Dwindling Fortunes, the Wii U, that there was a generation of kids that hadn't grown up loving Mario and mm -hmm. Zelda and Pokemon. Yeah. Like they'd kind of been Animals. lost. Those kids were buying Xboxes and yeah. PS4s. And they were more into Solid Snake than Mario. Yeah. And they. Right. You're, you're and just using words. Yeah. <laughs> just throwing fine. words out there. Um, <laughs> That's like you saying Kevin Keegan. It is, yeah. Uh, <laughs> keep up with the kids. I know, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know, but they're faster. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it's true, though. I went, they said a few years ago, the reason, like, what we're going to do is going to open theme parks, we're going to license Nintendo, make yeah. toys, we're going to make animated shows. They haven't really happened yet, but they're in the production. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make mobile games. And it's absolutely worked. The other week I went home and my nephew started playing Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. And suddenly he was obsessed with Pokemon. And now he wants the console that the Pokemon games come on. Mm. So that will be eventually a 3DS. Absolutely. And it will be a Wii, whatever the next Wii is. I think, I think the goal console. for Nintendo is to essentially build that company up till it has a presence like Disney. Like you have a world where you well, can go adventure and you have the all these IP, IPs yeah. and products yeah. and you know, yeah. you see these characters like Woody and Buzz from Toy Story and you're just mm. so familiar with everything about them. And you them. can see yeah. in recent times they've been less introverted. Like doing the thing at the end of the, the Olympics with yeah. the president. Yeah, that that's was a great awesome. thing. You've got this national, you know, international icon. Use it more. Oh my god, I'm so excited for the Japanese. He's going to be in Wreck-It Ralph, yeah, I'm in, sure. in a bigger part. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think oh, that's, so a, that's good stuff. I think you'd be very easily negative about it, but I think it's a really positive move. Yeah, definitely. Now, something that is slightly more controversial. We're not going to go into a lot of the details about the iPhone. You can find them online. Gloves are off now. Lots of places. So the big talking point with the iPhone is, I guess, it no longer has a traditional headphone jack. You what, Shut what, it what? down. So your current headphones, what is it? You'll know. 3.5 mil? Uh, what? Oh, he doesn't know. <laughs> so whatever that traditional headphone jack is, I'm not a technical guy. Oh, it's, yeah, 3.5 um, jack. 3.3, yeah. whatever. 3. Um, that can no longer plug into your iPhone. Shut the front door. Yeah. Yeah? 
I'm not Obama, Dan. I don't like change. Okay, so let me walk you through this. So it doesn't have a traditional headphone jack. So what you get in the box, you get a pair of Apple headphones, and they connect via a wire, but instead of going into the headphone jack, they go into the little charging port at the end. Right. You also get a an adapter that plugs into the lightning jack, mm-hmm. and com- you can plug your regular headphones in it. So it's a really short cable. Okay. So it basically convert. you'd probably keep it on the end of your headphones, yeah. and then just yeah. plug it in. So it's more things to lose or break and have to yes. buy some yeah, Apple. Yeah, yeah. But I guess the, the, their theory is we're going, we're heading towards eventually a wireless future where most people will get Bluetooth yep. headphones. And Apple is the supreme overlord of that future, the well, wireless future. You can opt out, dude. Uh, can I? You can do what you want. You have free will. They've Exercise made it hard it. to opt out. <laughs> <laughs> vote, vote with your money. Um, right, so what do we think about this? Uh... I'm I'm in a split, honestly. I think it's good that they're pushing technology forward. I think they have tried to compromise. I think it's a bad compromise. I think the adapter is going to be a hassle. I think they should have just kept a jack. I don't think it would have been that much of a problem to just include the jack along with the, the Thunderbolt port. But I know why they're doing mm. it. It's to really force people into yeah, it. Yeah, because there's a slight precedent with this. Like, Apple of the years probably more so in recent times than anyone else, has, like, ditched interfaces. So a few years ago, they caused controversy when they ditched um, an optical drive on their laptops. They yeah. got rid of them on the MacBook Airs and eventually the MacBooks. And now pretty much no new laptop has a traditional optical drive. No, but prior to that, they also ditched, like, VGA, um, like, various old connections they've, like, got, have gone to, like, gone to yeah. pasture. So it kind of has happened before with other things. This just seems... This probably seems more kind of shocking because the headphone jack input has been around longer than yeah. the ones that they've ditched in the past. And also, I guess, like, like most of those changes, aside from getting rid of, like, the disk drive, like, those changes, for, like, the VGA cables and things like that, that's to facilitate the improvement of quality, mm. whereas this isn't going to facilitate the improvement of quality. Mm. This is just that's to a, facilitate really technology. And I'm not sure there's enough of a drive of people who want Bluetooth headphones that would require... Mm just one port. Like for me, for example, I can imagine being halfway through a commute and one of my earbuds dies. You have to charge them. They have their own battery. What if one of them goes? What if you lose one? And then I guarantee you, everyone who gets the phone is gonna start using those wireless headphones, lose one, and I then just use the jack consistently for the next like, I don't know if people months. will use those wireless ones because they're not free and they're out in October. They're not, and, I and thought they came bundled with the phone. Not the wireless ones. What? They're like, one. oh, now I'm furious. Of course not. Why are you furious? <laughs> Cause, oh, okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Audience. We have a limiter, it's fine. Right, right. I can be as loud as I want, it'll still cut off. I can be as loud three. as I want, yeah. the entitlement on this kid. <laughs> I thought, I thought uh. they came with the, the phone. No. Oh, I'm livid now. Why are you livid? Yeah. Because now they have a piece of technology that's built for the phone that they don't include with the phone. Um, not necessarily because you can. You it comes with headphones that you can use in the and box. the adapter. Do I have yeah, to carry the adapter with me everywhere? Only if you want to use other headphones. You don't have to do but it. But I won't have their Bluetooth headphones. What? But it comes with a pair of headphones that you can use out of the box with the phone. Yeah, but with an adapter to plug no, into the phone. No, no, not with an adapter. It just goes at the bottom. It so has it has a, a th- okay, okay, okay. Ooh. I, I literally okay, ran through what was in the box. You did, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, <laughs> I didn't yeah, you, get, you get a pair of headphones that has a lightning connector okay, at the end, okay. and you also get the adapters. You can use your own the headphones. Adapter the adapter will, the adapter will definitely be getting lost. It would definitely get lost oh, unless yeah. you, over and over again. And it'll it's probably re- be fifteen pounds to buy a new one. Yes, something yes, stupid. Yes. And now also, you can't if you don't have your Bluetooth headphones or a pair of Bluetooth headphones, you can't listen to music or a podcast and so, charge your phone at the same time because it's only got one port. I. Do you ever do that? Listen to f- music off your phone while charging it? I don't yeah. think I know. I yeah, ever do that. I do. Yeah. There's no reason I wouldn't do that. No, but do you do it? Yeah, I think I when I'm on a holiday, I certainly do. Okay. I've done um, it before. It, like, what about uh, when you're walking around with a portable charger, charging your phone? Oh, but yeah. You listen to music. Or, you can't do, do it that now. a lot now. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, are, are we all iPhone people? Yeah. Yes. Would you consider leaving? No. Ooh, no. That's a good question. It's a good question. Because um, people I, I, do it. I, they do. It my mind when people do it, and then I think, oh, I wonder what that maybe, feels maybe like. I could do it. What yeah. would that feel it's like? like I'm plugging from the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, well, I've heard it's kind of grizzly out there. They're robots and, and okay. eating gruel go, and stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. I've got my hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stitch up. Matrix was great. <laughs> I don't care. I, I prefer the lie. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I like I haven't done enough market research. I don't even really know what goes into like a Samsung Galaxy and things. Mm. I think because we all use MacBook Pros and things for work, it's really easy. Like yeah. it's all quite connected. Sure. But equally, if you have a PC, like I don't see why you wouldn't be on a Android. So. Lots of people already have like I'm on like on the tube. You already see people. A lot of people have Bluetooth headsets anyway. Yeah, I'd see quite a lot of people are cableless. I guess part of this is we just live in a consumer society, and it's also while it's also driving technology forward, it's also buy more stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like they have no interest in you having the same pair of headphones for the next twenty years. No, not at all. That's awful. If you want to do that, great, but you're not that valuable to us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, like that's the reason as well that the, it is. Uh, a Thunderbolt port at the bottom because it's like an Apple exclusive. Like you have to now purchase adapters and equipment that will facilitate the use of the lining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. But you know, it's going to make them a freaking ton of money, which is going to look good. So the thing that I thought was most outraged Cash. about this of all, like I'm kind of indifferent to it. Like I don't want to be it too sucks. Down on it. That's like perfectly entitled to. Like it, it, it kind of sucks for some people. I can't get that incensed by it, and I think. It's one of those things, transitional periods, mm. where in five years' time, I think maybe it will be a fairly but uh, benefit hindsight. But I think in a few years' time, wireless technology be the batteries will be better because they'll have to be to yeah. appeal to people. So it'll improve battery technology. Price will go down of wireless technology, and in a few years' time, a pair of decent Bluetooth headphones with twenty hours battery life will be relatively cheap because more people are buying them. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I thought was really wanky in the presentation, mm. Phil Schiller, who's like one of the architects of the iPhone, when he described them going um, jackless, <laughs> for want of a better expression, he said, um, "To do this requires courage." Oh, he I used heard. the word courage. Mm. Um, is it courage when you're like you have that much of a monopoly to do something that people won't really opt out of? You is can literally courage? force the market into it almost any direction. Big brass balls yeah. to screw people out of more money. And it's courage. And by the same logic, to include an adapter, is that cowardice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes courage. And I believe as a company, we are the most humble company around. Yeah. It's like, hmm. Yeah. What are Google saying? Who wrote? Yeah. Are they humble? Big time. Um, We're the most humble company around. Yeah. I think so. 15 billion app downloads but in a second. <laughs> 15 billion downloads of IGN podcasts in the last 348 weeks. Yeah. Can do. Sell them anything. I'll, I'll put it on a graph next time. Um, so <laughs> what do you think about the iPhone no longer having a little headphone jack? Let us know at IGN underscore UK feedback IGN dot Yeah, don't ask me. I just spent 10 minutes telling you. Yeah. yeah. Don't ask Chris. <laughs> Right. He doesn't need that. Oh, we're one section away from Tilly on TV. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to have its own name, that section. <laughs> Tilly on TV. I don't know how I feel about that. I, don't, I also don't know why I talked about myself in the third person when I wrote my little bit. <laughs> anyway, let's, we can come to that in a bit. Tilly is on TV. We're going to get to it. We're going to get That's to it. Like, yeah, we'll get so to that. Anyway. keep you, people excited. It's yeah, a little teaser. Yeah. It's a little teaser. Uh, so continuing on from like the Apple presentation and you know Nintendo platforms moving into the gaming world, we had some updates recently on Pokemon Go, which was revealed at the presentation, which is the Pokemon Go is going to be coming to Apple Watch as well. No way. Exactly. Because we've been playing Go it nonstop. Home. Pokemon is going somewhere. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, so Go, Pokemon is... going places. No, keep going. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope Tilly on TV is this riveting. This is brilliant. Uh, it's kind of similar to uh, another device that they're releasing, which is the Pokemon Go Plus, mm. which is essentially, it kind of looks like, do you know a lot about this? No, it's, it's I've never like, heard of the plus. It, it's cool. It's like it's kind of like shaped like a pokeball, but it's a pin, and you pin it somewhere on your clothing, and well, it means can, if it it's pairs like a wristband as well. It can be a wristband. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It can kind of like go anywhere, yeah. and it pairs with your device over Bluetooth, and it means if you have the app running on the background, uh, whenever you're walking and you go near a Pokestop or a Pokemon, it'll like light up or vibrate and make noise or whatever it does. So you don't, you so know, you don't I, I mean, so it's right up your street, so you, right? Basically, so you don't have to constantly have your phone out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's similar to the watch because both is there to make it so that it, exactly like you don't have to keep running this app, which is draining your battery, or keep having your phone out. And which I didn't realize, it says you can actually capture Pokemon and go to Pokestops without. Like just by pushing buttons on the actual device, mm. it's like you don't even have to open your phone. I thought it was over. Well, they have like their install base has dropped dramatically in recent sure. times. Insanely, but like millions. From from an absolute phenomenal figure to a smaller figure, it's still a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So it's all relative. Yeah, I, I deleted it the other day. Yeah, I did too. Did you I actually? I, 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 one of those in, in, in I truth, ever, I never really played it that much. I only anymore. ever captured one, and he was on my desk <laughs> in the office, and that was it. The starter, probably. Yeah. <laughs> 
I always find it weird when people are like, I see a lot of people bragging about it, like tweeting photos of the screen cap of them deleting the app. Oh, joke And it's on. like, you're the person that's going to come back to it when they do the, like, the next big update. It's like, yeah. it's crazy. Because they're going to add more. They're going to add more Pokemon and stuff. And it's like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's a good idea. But I'm really looking forward to this. I'm really excited. So the watch was like the Plus, but a bit more to it, wasn't it? Yeah. So a, a bit you would like you could see the actual Pokestop on the screen. Yeah. And like you could get that info. You could also... So I watched some of the conference and I scrubbed through it. They're really, it seems like they're really rebranding the Apple Watch as a fitness device yeah, as well. So definitely. it is a, it's a smartwatch, but it's also a huge fitness device. They've made it waterproof, so you can be a swimmer and use it now. And they're really like tying up what? Whereas before, if you were a swimmer, you could not use the watch. Well, you could. It'd be fucked. <laughs> I'm imagining yourself out, mate. capturing Pokemon while I'm swimming. Yeah, like, that that's seems, brilliant. Yeah, Get a Gyarados yeah. down there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Comes crawling back, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's down at 40 meters? Oh, shit. I can't get back up. Uh, so, because oh, the, um, the watch like tracks all of your kind of like vital stats, it feeds all that information to Pokemon Go as well. Mm-hmm. So, it more accurately hatches eggs. Oh, that's really cool. So, it's really good for that. That's awesome. Like, the watch is something that I always really wanted, but it's just too expensive for me. It's gone down a bit. How much is... Well, I assume I think, that this I think is going to be like down 250 as well. now. Way too much for me. Yeah. I'm 30 quid. You've got one going for 30 quid. I'll take it. Well, but, uh, uh, no. No? Here's, uh, a, here's well, some advice. Don't, uh, <laughs> no. don't gently mock Pokemon Go players because they don't like it and they will tell you so on Twitter. I'm a Pokemon Go player. Wait, you're speaking from experience? Yeah. Right? I just oh, wrote... What you, know what? I'm, you know I'm a bit flippant on... Twitter and I said something like biting. I said something like, "Oh, I've just deleted Pokemon shit, uh, Pokemon <laughs> Go from my phone because I realised I'm 38 years old." And then I Did got loads, I got loads of grief for being condescending and patronising to Pokemon players. I don't, I don't care. It's also it's a joke. Like, yeah. people like being outraged. Do yeah. I just I can't be arsed. No. <laughs> It makes just, me. Want, it makes me then want to actually have a go. At yeah, it. And w- or wind them up. Yeah, <laughs> poke the bear. Just turn it. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that no, on Twitter. Oh, no. Don't don't poke bears, or in real life either. Okay. Bad, bad idea. Um, but no, that, that totally sums up uh, my little topic of conversation, and I am thrilled to introduce our next topic, which is Tilly on TV. <laughs> The so feature we've all been the waiting description for. description on this. It's like, <laughs> did you ever have that thing at school where after a weekend you wrote down what you did at the weekend in a book and it was like a few sentences and you could draw a picture on top? Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know what to write because so you've obviously is- got to make it clear who's going to be owning that section of the podcast. Yeah, just I think I might have an indication of who is hosting Tilly on TV. I did <laughs> The that. title is up. Cool. Listen. Yeah. It says, it says Tilly has only been <laughs> watching TV for the last two weeks. Oh, a lot to catch up on. Then. I've been watching a lot of TV. I've been, I, 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 there was a couple of months where I wasn't watching much TV because there was nothing I was terribly excited about. But apparently this month, this month, you've been watching a lot of stuff launched that I'm okay. into. A lot of stuff. Okay. So, a couple of recommendations. Um, one, I think, I don't even know if this was talked about in recent podcasts. I'm not beyond for a while. I, I, I don't believe so. Okay, so everyone's talking focused. about the night of. Okay. Oh, it yeah. just finished in America. Uh, I think it's maybe eight. Eight episodes long, it's so it's been going many, for two months, it? Yeah. and it just finished. And Sky last week launched all of them at the same time. Really? So you can download every episode, which I have, and I'm three or four episodes in, and it's just terrific. Uh, it's it's a, I guess it's kind of inspired by the success of the serial podcast and Making a Murderer, and it's a drama about a single case of murder and whether or not the main character has done it or not, mm. and it's. Really interesting. It examines it from all aspects. But the the thing that blew my mind is it's it's this big American phenomenon. It's turned out it's based on a British TV show from eight years ago. Really? Yeah, called mm. Criminal Justice, I think. And so it's got these amazing screenwriters, and you realise, oh, they've just been rewriting these British scripts. Unbelievable. And you watch the trailer, and it's very similar. And weirdly, it's Ben Whishaw who plays the main character. He's Q in the Bond movies. Yeah. So there's lots of quite famous. Ruth Negger's in it, who's in Preacher. Um, but yeah, it's just really gripping, but it's also quite depressing. And I'm uh, finding myself having to imagine. watch sitcoms afterwards because yeah. it's getting me down. I watched the double bill at the weekend yeah. and oh, that was that was a mistake. Yeah. Halfway through the second episode, I was like, okay, we need to put on something lighter after this. Biscuit week on Bake Off, perhaps. And it's, it's Riz Ahmed is the lead guy who... Um, Seems to be blowing up this year. I mean, we've known in the UK for a while because we're fans of Four Lions mm. and 
Nightcrawler last year. He's blowing up in that. He, blow, he was blowing up in that. <laughs> um, and he's in Rogue One, so he's about to blow up big time. Yeah. It's going to be an explosion. Um, but yeah, so that I thoroughly recommend. But the one um, I also want to talk about is something that got some quite bad reviews when it launched a couple of months ago called The Get Down. And it put me off watching it. I just vaguely seem to see people saying they were disappointed because it's Baz yeah, Luhrmann's. I saw that as well. It's Baz Luhrmann's new thing, and so that's kind of the hook. What's what's this one about? Um, I haven't heard of this. So, one. Oh, this is the problem. If this is as good a Netflix show as I've seen in ages. Yeah, it is set in the nineteen uh, seventies, and it's about the birth of hip hop. Sorry, I have seen this. Yeah, they made a yeah. big push. Like yeah, they were yeah. doing it like, like a week at a mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's so it's kind of it's it's bookended in the present day with this. Oh, in nineteen ninety six, I think, with this guy rapping on stage about his life, and then you go back and you see his life. These group of kids who at the, the birth of hip-hop, they start, you know, scratching records and breakdancing and, this and, and, and um, graffiti and all this stuff that was going on in New York at the time. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's really cool about it, having watched a few episodes, it's kind of like a superhero show. So <laughs> I'm, I've only four in, and it's all the origin of these guys. Nice. And it, it, it feels like... Are they like based on real people? No, uh, n- they aren't. But there are real people in it. Yeah, Grandmaster Flash is in it. Are they meant to represent specific people? I don't think so. It's it's like there's three crews in New York at the time. Okay. And they're all real. Right. And then this is like an, I think this is like an imaginary fourth crew. Okay. But um, there's a lot of Kung Fu Fu influence as well. And even they've got even names that sound like superheroes. But at the moment, it's like the early origins of these. Nice. They're going to become superstars rather than superheroes. How many episodes is that I think it's 10. Okay. But the music's great. The actors are great. The only one I'm not enjoying in it is the most famous one. And that's uh, Jaden Smith. Okay. Not convinced by his performance. I'm never convinced by his performance. To date, I haven't been. He's got yeah. quite an interesting character. I just, I'm not getting what he's doing with it. But yeah, it's just really good fun. And I, I, to be honest, I'm watching the night of and then watching that because it's kind of cheers me up a little bit. <laughs> That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Um, and one other thing, I've not seen this yet, but I have high hopes for this one. It just screened, I think, in Venice, the first two episodes. It's called The Young Pope. Heard it here first. It's uh, <sighs> co-production Sky and someone in the States. Um and it's about, it's by Paolo Sorrentino, I think his name is, who's a very great Italian director. And it's about... Um, it's new- like the Pope in college and he's like a party animal and he's <laughs> well, like going to sororities off, and stuff. It's not far off that because it's not funny, <laughs> but it's about a new Pope coming into power, a young Pope. And he's played by Jude Law. But he smokes. It looks like he's kind of bad with women. And it's, it look, it, I tell you what it was reminding me of, a kind of like a Godfather kind of thing it looked like, where he's this corrupt Pope in the middle of, of Rome. And everyone's pissed off. Can't with wait him. to see. Can we get the reveal of the new Pope Mobile? <laughs> <laughs> and um, everyone's saying it's the best thing Jude Law's done because obviously he can be blow hot or cold. But he's, what, he's not done something for a while, is he? This. But this this looks it looks just really interesting. What, is think, that so? That's not out yet. No, it's coming out it. in a couple of months. But okay. these reviews coming out of Venice, people were saying this is absolutely brilliant telly. Oh, that sounds so really what good. channel was that? Did you have a channel for uh, it's, it? I it? would imagine it's Sky Atlantic. I think it's Sky Co Production. Yeah, it might be HBO. I can't. I can't say. But that was. Um, that's the end of Tilly on TV. I, thought I really was, enjoyed I thought that. It was excellent. I thought it was. Can this that be a regular feature? Yeah. I think well, no. Only if I've been watching TV, TV right, the last yeah. two weeks. So. If he's not Tilly on football, it's be it can variety. Tilly on football. He would love to do Tilly on football. <laughs> that would be coming on every week. <laughs> Tilly on football. Uh, Crystal Palace has just signed Matthew Flamini as a free agent. Have you? Yeah. Not What's sure if that's good or bad. I don't um, know. Let's not talk about that. Uh, and I didn't mention, obviously... <laughs> that's breakout. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just before we leave the subject, the thing that everyone is obviously watching at the moment is Narco Season 2. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm not. But I've not finished <laughs> Season 1. I know one. people are. Yeah. I got commissioned for 3 and 4. Yeah. Like, someone... It's just... Spoiled. Yeah, let's not. This conversation we had in the yeah. two, let's not say that. But it seems weird. Yeah. It seems like it's almost a spoiler. I don't think we had the conversation, but yeah. I was saying on the I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But yes... Um, I wrote down one more thing here. Do you want to talk about that? Or? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, this I think this was last week, this news, but I just thought it was <clears> interesting. Um, it looks like the Uncharted movie has been cancelled yet again. I know. Good. One of the, Is that good? What? I think Dan it's good. No. Why doesn't this happen? Don't rush it. If, time, if, if you can't get the best people together or the right people to do it... Kill it for now. So I've got a theory. I've got a theory. Yeah, turn sure, up. You've won me over. Sure. I've changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. flip flopped. Yeah, cancel it. Cancel yeah. it. Yeah, because what's it going to add if it's a bad version? Just another crap video yeah. game movie. I, I've got a theory on why this has happened. Um, Joe Carnahan is writing the script. So Joe Carnahan did the Grey. He did the A Team. He did Narc. <clears throat> Two of those are good. Um, he's a really good kind of testosterone 
fueled director. Yeah. And he's been writing the script. And I imagine the idea was for him to direct, because why would you get him to write the script if you're not going to have him direct? But he's since got the gig for the new Bad Boys movie. Um, Bad Boys for Life, it's called. And so I'm thinking that maybe they're doing that so that they can wait for him mm. if they really want him to direct it. Because he's even tweeting at the moment, like when he's finishing scenes on the script. Yeah. Uh, he tweeted, um, I've just done the opening scene in Uncharted, at least in script form, it's really, really good. So he's kind of keeping people <laughs> right, posted. He's sounds a bit short there. Could be terrible on, on Confidence camera, but, on him. But, uh, he's uh, that kind of guy though. He's a very boisterous, self-confident dude. Bad Boys for Life. Amazing. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, like Bad Boys, is there still a huge demand for I that? I assume that's Bad Boys 4. Bad Boys. Yeah, for life. Bad Boys, no, because it's Bad Boys Three, isn't is it? Is it? I thought. I thought. I just imagined there's been Bad Boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Bad Boys Four Life Three, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe, Joe, you should this Yeah, it's yeah. genius. Well, ba- Bad Boys you Two don't get it. was a massive, massive hit. Yeah, I, I just so, people just love cheesy like yeah. action comedy like these ridiculous. It's like well, Fast and Furious. Why didn't they go and see like, the nice guys then? Um, that's true. So yeah, I, do you think this will happen or? And do we need a do we need an uncharted movie? I'm like I wonder who's pushing that forward because I imagine no one at Naughty Dog who's senior in that creative team, considering how much love and attention and yeah. how protective they are of that brand. Would you like to know how ha- involved Naughty Dog have been? Not at all. Yeah. Um, this is Neil Druckmann um, yeah. says every once in a while they'll come in and they'll present to us. Here's the script. Here's what we're thinking. We'll tell them what we think works, uh, what we think doesn't work. Um, and and he said, if you don't get that right, I don't think the film's going to work. If you get the core right, there's a chance. There's a chance it could work. He's not being very optimistic. No, no, it's because not... Sony will probably own it. Yeah, yeah. And they're being consulted. But you could get an arrogant filmmaker who thinks he knows better than these games people, mm. and just goes, "Yeah, I'll do it." We talked to Seth Rogen, didn't we? Years yeah. ago, he was going to do it. Yeah, like was that on the record? Yeah, yeah. We, we it was between we were setting up. Funnily enough, yeah, we were getting him to play the beginning of the last, last of us when it just yeah. came out on PS3, and between setting up the camera and. Uh, um, rolling, he talked about um, being approached to do the Uncharted 4 movie with Evan Goldberg, and he said they'd love to do it, but they sat down to write it and they just can't think of any way to not make it Indiana Jones. Yeah, uh, like on the, film, because obviously yeah, it's a yeah. circle of influence. Uncharted yeah. is influenced massively by Indiana Jones, and then you take that back to film, and it's like, what is that? What's the language of but that? But also, film? I feel like there's like a want for that type of film right now totally. like, like yeah. a really well, good and, action well, the, hero, he's like, coming back though Indiana it, Jones is coming back it, but yeah. it, can, it can be done and it was done uh, Romancing the Stone yeah it came, have you ever seen that I haven't no That's it really came good. out is that three, a similar kind of yeah it yeah. came out three years after Raiders of the Lost Ark and it's Michael Douglas playing a similar character it's a terrific action it's, film it's, it's really it. really good and it's like there's, you can have two or three yeah. like yeah. adventurers I mean Indiana Jones <clears> himself was based on a bunch of 1950s serials various characters in them what's tricky about that one I know we talk about video game adaptations a lot yeah. is because that one so many of the elements you'd want to translate are very fixed and well defined in the source material yeah. whereas a lot of the other games we talk about being adapted you're adapting a setting or a theme yeah. or like Deus Ex human augmentation mm. with anyone who's a fan of Uncharted Nolan North is the Nathan Drake they've spent a lot of time with those characters so that's kind of trickier not impossible because obviously you could reach a huge audience mm. that's never played them, but I think that's just makes it slightly more complicated. Just in, in a, it was it was so it was due to come out uh, summer twenty seventeen, and just uh, just after a summer of I've spoken about this before on here, I felt that this summer's been a bit depressing <clears> in terms of not only some of the blockbusters have been bad, but they've just been very downbeat. Yep. it's not been a very fun summer, you know. Joyous. Uh, Ghostbusters was about the only happy film I can think of yeah. off the top of my head. Um, I think we summer is supposed oh, to be... Oh, Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah, I didn't Excellent. see that one, did I? Yeah, you, yeah. Summer's supposed to be about having yeah. fun in the cinema. I think that's why one of the reasons... Like, I think Star Trek Beyond is really good, but I think that's one of the reasons I liked it even more. Mm. It's just fun and positive yeah. and, like, you can have feeling good and going, I saw a summer film today and yeah, that was yeah. really good. Yeah, definitely. Reminded me of, like, going to cinema as a kid. Yeah, you're right, a lot of them just super downbeat this mm. year. Well, it's like me and um, me and Joe and Gav all went to see the Lonely Island movie. Pop star never stop popping. Oh, um, oh, or never, no, never stop, never stopping. Did um, maybe my invite got? Did it get lost in the post? Or did yeah, that it, was oh, it. Maybe it's that in my it, maybe yeah. it's in my junk folder. Yeah, it, it was. The, it was the there. film that I really wanted to see. I think Gav sent. Did Gav? Oh, what the film that I really wanted to see, and you, you guys wanted did you to really see it want together. to see it? I'm, I'm gonna get involved in I this. Feel I was at home. You saw. You've seen well, it twice. Haven't what's you? even worse? I've seen it twice. Yeah. Dale saw it twice. I think Joe wants to see it twice. It's freaking fantastic. It's not a fantastic. film I want to go and watch on my own either. <laughs> you should, you should, you should. 
Um, go see it, not go see it by yourself. You, yeah, I didn't let you finish your point there, but you like, it was happy with it. Yeah, it was great. And again, like in comparison to uh, like all the other like summer movies I'd seen, yeah, it's yeah. just been, it just was really strange because afterwards, like I came out and like my stomach was hurting from like laughing so oh, much. Nice. It's like That's I haven't brilliant. had a, like a movie experience like that. You know, you know when you're younger and you just remember like mm. laughing out loud in the cinema, and I just felt like I didn't That's have really it good. this yep. year. Shouldn't list was that for me. <laughs> Yeah. Too soon. Powerful post. Well, on you know, on that kind of insightful oh, revelation. No. Can we not end on that? <laughs> no, well, no, that's it. well, you've made it end on that. <laughs> no, thankfully what... we have feedback, don't we? Um, not really. Oh no. No. So okay. we are going to end on that revelation about Christopher's personality, mm. and that's um, a good way to end it. so picked a different film. Please, <laughs> Patch Adams. Please send us feedback. IGN underscore UK feedback. It's the third mm. time I asked for it because we'd really like some because. We, we like hearing from you. Mm. Like, even if we don't read the emails out, we not read you, them all as a team. But you. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah absolutely don't send not that Not you, again. Kyle. That was Jesus. outrageous. Yeah. Don't well, make said, it specific. No, what Kyle said was on call for. It's terrible. I am making this up. I don't know who Kyle oh. is. All oh, right. Yeah. Sorry to any Kyles out there. <laughs> There's one Kyle who's like, what? Good. I, I, I was asking say, about Paul. Yeah, I didn't but say that. It, and, and don't send those attachments. Not again. No, Please, no. Not God, safe no. for work. Um, but yeah, we really love hearing from you. Uh, if there's anything you want to like hear on the podcast, all features you want us to bring back, we'd really like to hear that. And if there's anything you'd like us to do for 350, please tell us. We're not outsourcing creativity, but we're at, we're at a loss. Yeah. And, um, if, and if you're at a loose end Saturday morning, why not watch the superhero show on IGN? Plug, plug. Oh, also, Prepare to Try is pretty good, I've heard. It, it looks good on paper. Let's when, see how it, it works. When's that out? You said a time that's out. When's that oh, out? Oh, Mondays and Fridays. Lunchtime. Excellent. If I do my job right. And the IGN UK podcast out every Friday. Yeah. See you next week. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.